again to conversations between a dad and his daughter. We took a longer break than we usually do when we take a break. We've had a lot going on. Um, a lot of things in the family going on, things in the church. So, um, but we're back. We're going to try and do this regularly again and come to you. Dad, what do we got to say today? Well, today's a great day. We're seeing God move and, and moves is moving in great ways. Uh, we're seeing uh, this life that we're living in this pandemic. Had it not been for Jesus getting us through it, we wouldn't know what to do. But through the work of the Holy Spirit and the help of the Holy Spirit, we've been able to navigate our way through with his help and guidance to where we can be helpers and encouragers and prayer warriors. And then add to that this election season. So, you know, and we're going to talk about that today, about the work of the Holy Spirit in our life. And that's what that's that's what's happened. Nicole mentioned we've had a lot of things. We've dealt with people that's had COVID. We've dealt with family that's had COVID. And uh, just some other things going on that we know that uh, God has led us through and is certainly leading us through. And we're going to see great victory. Yes. Yeah. You know, and it's easy to think when things start happening, you know, like you said, we've seen some things like family members with COVID, friends with COVID, some other things that we can't necessarily talk about here. But when we see things like that start to happen, the the thought is sometimes to go, okay, God, when are we going to get where we're going? And and I think through that, as we'll talk about some, we, we have to trust in the working of the Holy Spirit that God is has not abandoned us and he's not left us he's he's right there with us and he's guiding us if we'll just put an ear to the, amen. the spirit amen so so today we'll start with galatians the fifth chapter and the 25th verse which is a key verse for every christian life if we live in the spirit let us also walk in the spirit And that is so important to us to have an understanding that our life is led by the Spirit of God. And this scripture says, living in the Spirit and walking in the Spirit. That would, would, Nicole, would probably consume uh, 100% of our life, right? Right, right. And I I know that um, I've talked about this some with a few believers you know, I, I work a secular job. I don't I don't work full-time in the ministry. And in my secular job, I encounter a lot of people who have been very negative, very fearful. And I have to do a lot of remembering that I'm supposed to be walking in the spirit and not walking in the flesh when things are said that I think are um, wrong or uh, offensive or even sometimes... Uh, dare I say, a little ridiculous because they're so extreme. And so, um, but we do, we have to walk in the spirit and we have to remember that in all of those aspects, we're instruments of the Holy Spirit and of his work and uh, the Father's work through him. And, And the reason that we say that and believe that is the carnal man has no idea 
of the spiritual realm. Right. And God has blessed us by giving us his word mm -hmm. and the working of the Holy Spirit to give us revelation about the spiritual realm mm -hmm. that we can walk in. Right. And again, the scripture said, if we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit. And that, that begins a walk in our life of, of revelation of not of the carnal life, but of the spiritual life. Right. And so people say, well, I don't want people to think I'm spiritual. Well, I do. I do. I, I think it's a neat thing to think that because God says we're of the spirit, which makes us spiritual people. Mm -hmm. Don't you agree? I agree. I agree. And, you know, you talked at the beginning about uh, just everything we're facing. I don't know how people survive without the spirit in these times. I don't know how they yeah. walk day to day yeah. without the spirit and that that life-giving spirit, that yeah. life-giving hope. So, yeah. And, you know, I preached yesterday. One of the scriptures I used was Romans eight fourteen, And in that scripture of Romans eight fourteen, it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The J.B. Phillips translation says, All who follow the leading of God's Spirit are God's own sons or God's own children. And so we're, and I mentioned in the sermon how that the world sees us or we, we trust it sees us as the children of God, mm -hmm. that we are, we are people who are walking in the spirit in a, in a realm where we, we hear from God or, I mean, who knows when someone may come up to you and say, hey, I need some help, and mm -hmm. you don't know what to do. Right. But your spiritual man is intact with the Holy Ghost, and he's going to show you and tell you how to pray and what to say uh, about that situation. Yeah. And I certainly think that's true that, you know, I haven't always known what to pray the last few months. Um, been praying a lot in the Spirit. A yep. lot in the spirit, to, letting him yeah. lead. And, you know, that, that verse goes on to say, I know you weren't going to go this far, but uh, Romans eight sixteen that the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children yeah. of God. That's good. So that spirit in us actually, um, you know, is connected to that Holy Spirit of God, our spirit man that bears witness that we are the children of God. And so we walk in that truth and that knowledge every day, and we have to... You know, wake up in the morning. Okay, I'm I'm a child of God, and my spirit is um, the spirit that's in me is the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. So yeah. I've got to walk in that. So yeah, and what was interesting to me is, you know, last night. Uh, well, for those that don't know, we're having a every Sunday night we're dedicated to praying for the election and praying for America in the mess that we're in right now and and to praying against this COVID thing. And I, I, I urged the people last night to make, make sure that they pray day and night and their appeal to heaven is for the COVID thing to go. And uh, the first thing when I got this morning, I began thinking about that. And as you know, I had to run to Joplin early mm -hmm. this morning to uh, get the precious opportunity to take my granddaughter to school and all the way from Carthage to Joplin I prayed in the Holy Ghost mm -hmm. and the, and when I wasn't praying in the Holy Ghost I was praying against the COVID thing mm -hmm. 
So I know the Spirit of God was leading that way this right. morning. And by the way, if you're listening, let me just assure you one thing. In this time that we're living in, the greatest thing you can do is pray. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to be praying, not just for the election and not just for this or that, but we need to be praying against this virus that has has seemingly overcome the land. It hasn't because God's the overcomer. Right. But uh, we're going to see it go. We're believing it's going to go in Jesus' name. That's right. That's right. And that's been my, my hope and my prayer from the beginning is, you know, the only way I see out of this is for God to deliver us just like he delivered the children of Israel in Egypt. And I know early on, one of the things that people did is they put a, a red ribbon on their house symbolically that, you know, I'm putting the blood of the lamb over the doorpost of yes, my house. Yes. And I've kept mine up. I don't know about you, but I've kept mine up this whole time. Yeah. Just just that act of faith saying that I'm going to continue to plead the blood over my household and uh, the household of my loved ones. So. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you this about that red ribbon. It's We still have ours up the house. But when God delivered Israel, from Egypt, and he had them put the blood over their doorposts. Uh, the people that have became, who were acquainted closely with the Israelis mm-hmm. or with God's people at that time, the Egyptians, they had made friends. And you have to know they did because when the Egyptians told uh, uh, Israel they had to leave God's people, uh, those that loved those people gave them all types of gold and silver and beautiful clothes. Mm-hmm. They left rejoicing. Yeah, I mean, they had the best clothes in the world. They had money. They had gold and silver. And they, they gifted them. But I say all that to say this. Those that had come to know the people of God had a semi-understanding that if God said to do something, that it should be done. And so Egyptians put the blood over their doors too. Mm-hmm. And wherever the blood was, the they death angel didn't passed go. Passed over, yeah. yeah. And so that's a that's a wonderful thought that, you know, we, we by the Spirit can spread the word of what God can do and what he's doing in this time. And it's right. a wonderful opportunity for us to be able to by the Spirit, tell others what God can do and how powerful He can be over this situation. Right. And you were talking about praying in the Spirit, and I, I'm going to read one more scripture because it's right in front of me here. In verse 26 in Romans 8, you know which one I'm going to read. Yes. The Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And, of course, we believe that's the spirit language that we pray in but my bible commentary here talks about how that when we suppose we know how to intercede we, we're making a presumption that can hinder our effectiveness because only god knows how this thing is going to end and so only the holy spirit through us can pray the right things i mean we can pray god end it but the holy spirit knows specifically what things we need to pray yes. in order to make sure that we see this thing come to pass yeah, yeah. And I, I want to talk about something else you've been saying in our election prayer, Dad. You know, we have 
uh, a smaller church. Our church is not a mega church. And one of the things we've talked about is how can God hear the prayers of, of how could a church of our size pray anything into existence, any change into existence. But, you know, we know that scripture that we're two or three are gathered in his name. And I think we all believe that God listens to all prayer at the same level. He doesn't weigh this prayer's better than that prayer. And so I know it sometimes seems like our prayers aren't effective, but we've got to know that if we're praying consistently, praying without ceasing and praying in the spirit, that God is going to hear those prayers and he will answer the prayers of his people. Sure, Sure. and look in the Bible. After I said that last night, and I've said it before, you know, in the Bible, two two men prayed and sang praises and a whole uh, jail was opened up. Right. And they were set free. Yeah. And then think of the times that just one prophet prayed what God wanted him to pray. Mm And victory came for the Lord. Right. Think of the time that that uh, there was battles going on with Israel, and uh, there was only two or three praying. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, sometimes we get the idea that there has to be a group of thousands to pray to move God, but God's moved by one person. Right. I mean, look at through the Bible at those that prayed. The lady prayed for her son. To, to come alive, and Jesus came along. Another lady prayed to have a baby, and God gave her a baby. Another man prayed for his uh, his uh, helper, or his, his uh, worker at his house, and God raised him up. So it just, it doesn't matter that we're, that sometimes we have the idea that, well, the more, and the more that pray is good, but it doesn't take the more, mm-hmm. like you say, where two or three are gathered. God says, I'm going to be right in the middle of those people that's yeah. praying. Yeah. Um, the Holy Spirit's one of my favorite subjects, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. talking about it. I yeah. love talking about it. But... Well, the Spirit, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God was given to us so that if we would be filled with the Spirit and we would walk in the Spirit, and we would talk by the Spirit, and as the Word said, to live in the Spirit, that uh, all the things in the carnal life would eventually just subside, mm-hmm. would take their place, to where that we were uh, spiritually minded enough, listen to this, to those that are listening, where we're spiritually minded enough that we can hear from God. We can hear what God wants to tell us, how he wants to address us in whatever's going on in our life. I'll just tell you a quick story. I don't know how much time we have, but okay. I uh, uh, was, Twanda, my wife and I had gone up to the deli to eat supper tonight. Love the deli. And the little girl that works there, Christina, was telling me about her husband and uh that he was going through some medical procedures and in my in my heart I was thinking I need to really say something real and I kept thinking what am I going to say what am I going to say and finally the the great wise preacher said we're going to pray for you and see God get you through this mm-hmm. that's all I had to say yeah and I thought man that wasn't even a sermon I know 
That wasn't wasn't even a good Sunday school lesson. Yeah. But I'm trusting that that's what the Holy Spirit wanted me to say. Right. To where it would impact her to let her know that she's not alone in this deal. Yeah. That there are people who care and people who are, are helping her get through this with prayer, you know. Yeah. And I think it's important for people to know they're not alone through this time, especially um, you know, I've talked about one of my coworkers who's living in a state of perpetual fear, almost paralyzed with fear. And, um, you know, it's important to let people know that they're not alone and that there are people of faith praying for this thing to end yes. and for this yes. thing to be. And I just want to say one more thing. You know, we talked about all these scriptures in Romans where, you know, they talk about the working of the Spirit and the Spirit himself doing all of these things. And here at the end of it, in verse 37, in all these things we have been made more than conquerors through him who loved us. So Amen. that's what tells me that we're going to get through this. Amen. We're going to be more than conquerors over COVID, over everything that's going on, the violent protests and election issues and just the divisiveness in the country that we believe that we've been made more than conquerors. And, and you have to remember that the Bible doesn't end in defeat. Right. It ends in victory. Exactly. And so we have that victory continually. Either God's taken us through to, unto one victory or he's leading us into another victory. Right. We're going from one mountain vic, mountaintop victory to another mountaintop victory. All the time. All the time. In between may be the valleys, but we're always going to get back to that victory. Right. And he'll he'll lead us through this and get us through this in a victorious way. Right. <clears throat> right. Well, we've been going uh, about 15 or so minutes here, so we probably ought to wrap up. Anything you want to say before we pray to end it? I just want to say, uh, if you are not a believer you hear this today and you're not a believer ask jesus to come into your heart yeah ask him to come into your heart to forgive your sins and confess and profess him as the savior of your soul and then once you do that start reading the bible read the new testament read matthew mark luke and john and give your life to jesus begin to serve him and walk with him and then secondly as a believer pray I mean, pray hard, pray diligently, pray night and day, pray continually. And all of that's, all of that's expressed to us in the New Testament, that we should continually pray. Right. And uh, as a believer, you have the opportunity in your prayer life to change someone's life or mm-hmm. to change a family's life or to change a city's uh, direction. Yeah. You have the power to pray those things into mm-hmm. effect. So that's what I would say. Just be led of the Spirit of God. Let the Holy Spirit have his way. Don't argue with him and don't fight against him, but yield yourself and be responsive to what he wants you to do in your life. That's good. That's good. Well, Father, we thank you once again for the opportunity to come and speak a little bit, talk a little bit about the things of the Lord and the working of the Holy Spirit. God, I pray for anyone who hears this, that their lives will be changed, that they will, um, Father, seek your face first in salvation, but then in daily prayer against what's going on in the world and against uh, the, the situations that they may be facing. 
God, I pray for those who were afraid, that you encourage them. I pray for those who were ill, that you heal them. And God, right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray to those who might be listening, who have been paralyzed into a state of fear of all of the things that are going on in the world, that in the name of Jesus, that they would be delivered, they would be set free, and God, that you would give them, as we've talked about recently, the peace that passes all understanding to guard their hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And I thank you that we're going to hear good reports in Jesus' name. Amen.